Just Our Real Estate, episode number 281. All right, guys, thank you for joining me today on Just Our Real Estate. My name is Mike Simmons. I am your host, and today I have a great show for you, and I am really excited to dive in and start sharing some content with you. But before I do, I want to talk about something that I think is often not talked about enough. It's not emphasized enough in a lot of people's business. Everyone wonders, how am I going to find money? How am I going to fund deals? And what do I do once I get a uh, property under contract? And how am I going to hire contractors? And oh, I'm so nervous. But what people fail to do well and what I think is lacking in a lot of people's you know, goals for, the, for their business and what they're spending time on is they're not spending enough time generating leads. You are not a real estate investor if you're not generating leads. You can't get a deal without first getting the leads in the door. And how best to do that? Well, there's a lot of ways to do it, right? We've talked about them on the show a million times. You can use realtors. You can um, you know, network with other real estate investors you can you know put out bandit size you can do a lot of things but one of the ways that people are not doing it and not doing it effectively for sure is online lead generating websites and I'm talking about a website that when set up can deliver organic leads and by organic I mean you're not really paying for them or at least you're paying very little for these leads and they're coming through your website every day people are coming to you to sell their house and you get to sift and sort through all these leads and find the best ones that you can invest in. So I highly suggest that you make part of your business plan right now to get a lead generating website up and running and have it working for you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It is an often overlooked aspect of this business, but don't overlook it anymore. Go to my website at juststartrealestate.com on the right-hand side, click on the Lead Propeller banner. Now, what is Lead Propeller? Lead Propeller is it's a service that allows you, using their software, to set up a very, very nice lead generating website. It's a website that looks current. It's really interactive and it's a great, great looking site. But best of all, it works. It generates leads. Guys, I have one. I'm generating leads from it. You should too. Don't wait any longer. Go to my website at juststartrealestate.com. Click on the Lead Propeller banner. Go to Lead Propeller and check them out. It's dirt cheap to join. And in fact, the first month is free if you go through my website. So go through my website. Click on the Lead Propeller banner, check it out, get the first month free. It's completely risk-free because after the first month, if you don't think it's what you thought it was going to be or it's not everything that I'm telling you, then cancel and you owe nothing. But guys, I'm going to tell you, you're going to love it. You really should have one up if you don't have a lead generating website. Go there, check it out, get one up today. I know you'll be happy that you did. All right, on to the show. All right, guys, thank you for joining me on another Quick Point episode. Today is Friday, so let's get to it. Today, I want to talk about your criteria. What is your criteria? Do you know your criteria? I have talked about that on this podcast like a billion times, but I want to talk about it one more time because I think it's important that for new investors, especially when you get leads from, say, uh, a realtor, right? And you know, you meet with the realtor, you say, hey, this, this is what I'm doing. I'm, a, I'm an investor. I want you to send me leads and, and send me leads in this area. And then they start flooding your inbox with a bunch of emails for different houses. How do you sift and sort those? What do you do? 
Well, the first thing you do is figure out what your criteria is. What is it that you want in an investment property? Do you want uh, an investment property with four bedrooms? Do you just need three bedrooms? Is two bedrooms okay or is it not okay? In your target market, can you sell a two bedroom house? Can you flip a two bedroom house? Can you rent a two bedroom house? Can you wholesale a two bedroom house for that matter? So if the answer is no, nobody wants a two bedroom house, you don't think you can sell it, you don't think that you can wholesale it or rent it effectively or whatever your, you know, your strategy is, if two bedroom houses don't fit the bill, guess what? Every two bedroom house you get sent by a realtor or a wholesaler or anybody else, you just disregard it, discard it, right? Take it out of the mix. Do you want, you know, one and a half bathrooms? Do you want two bathrooms? Is one bathroom okay? Same deal. If you need at least one and a half baths, anything with just one bathroom, throw it away. If you must have a basement. Now, not all areas of the country or the world are, are basements important, but in the Midwest, and especially here in Michigan where I am, basements are huge. People love to have a basement. It's, it's sometimes, it's a, it, a lot of times, it's a deal breaker if there's no basement. So um, I would say, you know, if you're in that market and you know basements are important and that's the house that you want, that's your criteria, then discard any lead you get that don't have a basement. What about a garage? Is a garage something you want? Well, in my market, I know for me, especially for the landlords, you know, they they would love to have a garage and a basement, but most landlords I know will tell you if they have to make a choice, then they for sure want at least a garage or a basement. One of the two, right? It doesn't have to have a garage, but if it doesn't have a garage, better have a basement. If it doesn't have a basement, better have a garage. Why is that? People need some place to store their stuff. So, you know, you need somewhere where they can put their Christmas tree, where they can put, you know, the extra things that they, they need to store, whatever that is. And if you don't have a garage or a basement, it's very undesirable for someone to want to live there, even as a rental, because everybody has stuff. They need someplace to put their stuff. Now, as far as um, investing goes, some people have preference of, let's say, brick over like a stick-built house or like a house with siding on it as opposed to brick. A lot of real uh, of rentals, uh, landlords, people that I know who who buy rental properties, they want brick houses. There's less maintenance on a brick house, right? Brick lasts for nah, not forever, but basically forever as long as we live, right? So what's the difference if it doesn't last past as long as we live? So people don't want siding because siding has to be painted or replaced or it gets dented or it gets you know whatever it comes off. So people want want brick a lot of times. So you need to know. You know, if you're a wholesaler, you need to know what your your buyer's criteria is. If you're an investor who's going to flip a house, again, know your criteria, right? So when you get leads sent to you by anybody, a bird dog, a wholesaler, a realtor, you're not wasting time with houses that don't meet your criteria. If you don't want houses on main roads, right? As soon as you get a lead on a main road, discard it. Just get it out of your life so that you're not wasting time on it because there's enough leads that may come across your desk and, and they're going to take enough time to evaluate once you sift and sort for some basic criteria. You don't have time to waste on houses that don't even meet your criteria, right? So if your criteria is three bedroom, at least one bath, um, must have a basement. What about square footage? Is that important to you? Well, I know in my market, anything under a thousand square foot is sometimes difficult to move. It's difficult to rent, it's difficult to sell, difficult to wholesale. So, you know, I try to stay at a thousand square foot and more. Now, does it have to have 
you know, 1,500 square foot in your market? Well, you need to know that, right? These are the things that you need to know. And as soon as you get a deal, or I'm sorry, as soon as you get a lead, not a deal, but as soon as you get a lead, you immediately look, bedroom, bathroom, square footage, basement, garage, is it made out of out of brick? Is it a brick house? Is it what style is it? Is it a ranch? Is it a bungalow? Is it a colonial? Is it a split level? You know what what is it that you want? And then sift and sort that way. Now, once you sift and sort and you find houses that meet all of your general criteria, right? Three bedroom, one bath, with a basement, with a garage, thousand square foot, brick. Great. Now you've just pre-sorted, but now the real evaluation takes place. But without knowing your criteria, you can't even get to that point. So you're going to waste a lot of time on a lot of properties that are never going to work for you. So learn that basic criteria. Make sure you have it down in your head when you're sifting and sorting, because once you sift and sort for that basic criteria, now you have to go in and do the hard work. Figure out the ARV, figure out what the rehab costs are going to be, Figure out what the holding cost is going to be. What are your financing costs going to be? How are you going to finance it? You need a private investor. You can use hard money, right? All these things come into play, and these are much bigger questions. So you need to know that basic criteria so you can at least only do the hard work on the properties that are actually have a chance of being a property that you're going to invest in. All right? That's all I have for today, guys. Have a great weekend. Remember, if you want to be a real estate investor, if you want to get involved in real estate and really do something big in this business, there's only one way to make that dream a reality. Just start. Just start.